Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a couple of swimmers and an Olympian. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. When I was in high school, I was on the swim team. Um, it was a couple of different sports teams, but I really, really enjoyed swimming. And there was a guy, Trent, who was amazing at swimming. And he was an Olympic hopeful. He was great at swimming from a, from a young age, and he just crushed it. So, of course, everybody on the swim team looked up to Trent. And justifiably, again, he was really, really skilled at his, at his sport. But he was also a fabulous dresser. He would wear blinding white K-Swiss shoes, always had his hat on just right, and always wearing the right clothes. That's just the way, that's just the way he was. Trent really, really knew how to dress, and he was a great athlete, and because of that, everybody just loved him and, and looked up to him. And again, he was a nice guy too, don't, don't get me wrong. He was not a super arrogant individual. He just knew how to do his stuff. It was amazing. And I always felt like a slob around him because, again, one, I was not nearly as, as skilled a swimmer as Trent was, and I was not nearly as good a dresser as Trent was. I just didn't have it. You know, I'd, I'd put on clothes that I thought were fine, and I'd go to school, and then I'd see Trent and just be like, God, come on, man. What are you doing to me? But it was what it was. I, I accepted it. And I always kind of chalked it up to, well, Trent's really skilled at swimming and he's, you know, good at this stuff. So I guess when you're really skilled at swimming and good at stuff like this, you dress really well. That was my 15-year-old thought. But recently I worked with a student who was also a very, very good swimmer. But this guy didn't care at all about how he dressed. I mean, he's not a slob at all. But he dressed for utility. Okay, thick, thick hoodie sweatshirts, hair always a mess. Trent's hair was never a mess, believe it or not, even though he swam twice a day. And just kind of rolled through, never had blinding white shoes. And in fact, we wrote one of his college essays. I helped him with this essay, come up with this idea to write an essay about how his dirty, his dirty white shoes helped him remember who he was. So pretty much polar opposite. Okay, blinding white K-Swiss shoes versus dirty shoes and they make me who I am. But again, a very skilled swimmer, very good at what he did. And everyone likes this guy. Everybody I've ever, I've ever talked to said, yeah, he's the man. So it really made me reconsider, you know, this memory came back from the past 15 year old Matt thinking, gosh, if you're a good swimmer and everybody likes you, I guess you have to wear white and look fabulous. Well, look, that's just not true. I, I know it's laughable to think about that, but you know, as a 15 year old, I wasn't really thinking through things too too hard but it's really come to a head recently because occasionally you'll find people that always look at themselves in the mirror they really like looking in the mirror in fact one student I worked with had a favorite mirror at school where she would go and take pictures of herself and some people told me about this I said wait, you, you have to be kidding because she didn't tell me. The student didn't tell me. These other people said, no, no, no. She has this one bathroom that has this one particular mirror, specific lighting, and she always takes shots of herself there. And she was into fashion and she was always trying to get just the right angle and just the right, 
just the right lighting and just the right picture. And I thought, gosh, that's really intense. And, and I think most people default to vanity. You want to look a certain way. You're super concerned with looking a certain way. And you're going to look just right and put together so you can show the world who you are. At least that's what I've always kind of written it off with. Now, mind you, this is not an area that I'm very successful in. Personally, I'm not a fantastic dresser. And like most people, I come up with reasons why I'm not. Well, I'm just not a very vain person. It's not something that I've ever really concerned about. I hate going to get my hair cut. I wait until the last minute. It's not really looking good the last couple weeks, but look, I don't care. I do it just at the end, just because, you know, frankly, my, my wife likes my haircut, and great, I do look better. But I don't really care. I'm never going to go into a bathroom or have a specific bathroom that I go into and take pictures of myself. That was just vanity to me. But I don't think that's really the case. In fact, I don't think that's the case at all. A very good friend of mine is an incredible athlete. He went to the Olympics three times, has a silver medal, and he's just, he's the best. I've never really noticed what he wears, but I know how he talks about what he does, professionally and in athletics. And this guy is one of the best in the world. I mean, he's... He's phenomenal in multiple sports, world-class, elite, and he's never really happy about it. No matter what he does, he's always pushing for more. He just wants more. It's not good. He's never comfortable. And because of that, he drives and he drives and he drives and he drives himself to excel. Now, anyone looking from the outside would say, look, you are one of the top 20 in the world and whatever you choose to do, why, why do you have this large sense of humility or more of, more of a chip or an anxiety, chip on the shoulder, anxiety about place, never quite feeling secure. And that's just the way he is. And that drives him regardless of where he places among other people to be better and better and better. It's not arrogance for him. It's not wanting to rub it in people's face that he's better looking. Or excuse me, better athletically. That's not the point. He doesn't even care. To some degree, it's really just about him. Him knowing he can do better. Him knowing he can be better. And, and you hear this about some hyper-successful people from time to time. That they're just super intense and almost like off their rocker to be better, to be the best, to be the best they can be. And I started realizing that it's the same thing with blinding white K-Swiss shoes. I don't think Trent was an arrogant or vain person. And I haven't spoken to the guy since I was 18. And again, last I talked to him, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Never mean to me. Everybody liked him for, again, good reasons. He was a good guy. But I started thinking about Trent and I started thinking about 
the other student I had that took pictures in just the right mirror, in just the right way. And to the outside world, you could see those people and think, gosh, you're already, your clothes are perfect, your hair is perfect, your skin is perfect. Why do you, why are you going to this one bathroom? Or like, why do you care about a smudge on your shoe? Or why are you getting the next cool shirt or hat or whatever it is? And it finally hit me. It's not vanity. It's extreme insecurity. Very similar to my Olympian friend. Extreme insecurity in the face of overwhelming success. Extremely insecure. And not in a cry to his mom kind of way. Just insecure and I'm going to act. I'm going to keep improving. I'm going to keep getting better. And I never thought about that with relation to how people look. And how people consider themselves. I see somebody looking in the mirror constantly and I think, gosh, that's somebody who's just so concerned with their looks. How vain. No. I realize now that's somebody who's so concerned with their looks because they're insecure about their looks. They want to make sure their hair is just right. They want to make sure their shirt is just right. They want to make sure this, that, and the other because they're worried about it. Because they're insecure about it. I didn't care about dressing. I had a level of security with my looks that I have no sense. I'll give you an example. I used to wear dress shoes out with white socks in college. I was happy because I was wearing dress shoes. As embarrassing as that admission is, it's 100% true. 100%. I just didn't even care. I was like, whatever, I got nice shoes on. Who cares about the white socks? My pants will probably cover them anyway. And of course, everybody knew I was wearing white socks. It was horrific. But I didn't care. I wasn't worried about it. I, have a little, I had and have a level of security with my appearance that prevents me from spending time and in, in investing worry into it. But that's not the case for everyone. And very frequently, I think most people that are always concerned with their looks are not coming from a place of arrogance and not coming from a place of vanity. If anything, arrogance with looks falls into my lap because I'm so confident with the way I look, even though it's not great. I mean, I frankly, I just don't care. I don't think I look great. I just don't think I look bad. And I think frequently people who do invest a lot of time into their looks and do invest a lot of time into making sure their looks are just right aren't trying to put other people down. They're not trying to be vain. They're not trying to say, I look so good compared to other people. They're just hyper insecure about not looking the best they can look. It's insecurity that's driving this. Because if you could tell what was going on in people's heads when they look in the mirror, if you really knew, it's, it's the worst, most horrific stuff ever. People say things to themselves when self-appraising that they would never say to anyone else. Like, you're so fat. You look like a slob. What a pig. Who would ever like you? God, you're an idiot. The only time I've ever, ever looked in the mirror and thought, wow, you look pretty good was when I cut something like 20 pounds for the sports competition in 2012. I looked horrific, by the way. None of my clothes fit. My face was hollow. 
my eyes were sunken. People were coming up to my wife, asking if I had cancer, if I was sick, what was going on. It's the only time in my life, as a very, very serious athlete, I was a D1 uh, rower in college, I was a swimmer and water polo player, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm a very serious athlete. It's the only time in my life when I caught a reflection of myself and thought, wow, your muscles actually look defined. Because that's just not the way my body is. It's not. I hold, I hold my calories around my midsection. I've never had defined abs. I've never, I've never looked chiseled, right, like a model or whatever it is. That's the only time. So every other time I look in the mirror, I think, gosh, you really need to work on this. And that's even me. I don't even care. That's just when I catch myself in the mirror. So imagine how other people feel when they look in the mirror, especially having this level of insecurity and anxiety with their appearance that drives them to constantly look in the mirror and knowing that they're likely not looking in the mirror saying, gosh, you're looking so great. It's one of those things where we instinctually assume that they're thinking, other people are thinking what we're thinking. If I saw Trent look in the mirror, I would have said, look, you look great, man. Just leave it alone. You're fine. But in Trent's head, he may not have been thinking that. He may have been saying something far less friendly to himself, even though everyone around him thought he was the most put-together guy there. So next time you see somebody obsessed with checking themselves out in the mirror or you see them very concerned about what they're wearing or what their appearance is perhaps instead of giving them hard time even in a joking way perhaps consider just giving them a hug just saying look you look great please stop worrying about it Because at the end of the day, maybe they really just need a hug to feel a little bit better about themselves. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it. 